What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TanManBaseballFan.com. Happy November 1st. I cannot believe we're in November. I cannot believe also that we are five weeks out of summer. It is insane to me. So, uh, yeah, we, in Texas, we don't really get uh, full fall, really. So it really has only felt like uh, fall for about a week or so for us. But um, anyway, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, kind of really what got you started into collecting. Um, I feel like collecting nowadays is obviously way, way wildly different than what a lot of us have grown up for, especially uh, grown up with, so especially Gen Xers. Um, so I know that probably cuts out a lot of millennials, maybe, uh, and boomers. I'm just not really sure. So I'll just kind of go with this here. I'll tell you a little bit about my story here. Um, I wrote about it in my book. I might have even uh, mentioned it in my podcast at some point uh, before. But uh, I do remember going to a family friend's house like a few hours away just to visit. And the, uh, the son of the family said, hey, dad, can we go to the baseball card shop? Okay, sure. So we all went up to the baseball card shop. I was like seven years old. Had no idea what they're you know talking about at all. I just, oh, okay. And so we go in there and I, I, I vaguely remember this because remember I was seven years old. It was, I, I have like this, this kind of, you know, hazy memory about it. And so I remember like there are cases of these pictures of, of baseball players, like the baseball cards themselves. And just thinking, oh, okay, well, this is interesting. And so, uh, Charlie, that was the guy's name, the kid's name, uh, he got a pack of baseball cards. And so, well, I asked my mom and dad if I could get a pack of baseball cards. Okay, sure. It was only, you know, 40, 45, 50 cents or whatever it was. And so we bring it back home and, you know, there's this, uh, this pack of 15 baseball cards. This is kind of how it started. Um, you know, you have like the wax wrapping, the nice, fun, colorful, big, uh, uh, graphics on it. You have the, I think the the wrapper, the wrapper is green. Then you've got this uh, stick of bubble gum, which, by the way, I don't remember at all whatsoever. And so uh, Charlie opens up his box or his pack, and he gets Todd Worrell, the uh, 1986 National League Rookie of the Year. And it's got this little neat little gold gold cup that says, uh, um, I don't remember, Topps Rookie, All Star, or whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. And so, uh, that's a cool card. So more, more special than the others. Cause none of the others in the pack had that, that gold cup and, uh, the rookie cup. And so I open mine and I get a rookie cup also a rookie cup card also. And, uh, the guy's name was Jose Canseco and I go, huh, that's cool. I like this one. Charlie jumps out of his skin. Oh man, that's so cool. Oh man, um, but hey, my Todd World's really cool too. Oh, it's awesome. Hey, we should trade. You want to trade? I'd like to trade. How about trading? Eh, I don't know. I feel like he was a little too, uh, little too excited about trading, and so I started thinking that maybe it wouldn't be such a good trade for me. <laughs> so I said, Nah, I don't think so. Oh, come on, man, let's trade. Let's trade. No, no, I think I'll keep it. So I ended up keeping it, and uh, glad I did. Imagine if I, if I didn't, would I become like a Todd Rell super collector? I don't know. <laughs> Be a lot less expensive, that's for sure. Um, but anyway, so I, I throw these cards in in a uh, in some sort of a, a drawer at home, and uh, I kind of forget about them. And I just forget about them. Like they're just you know whenever I get back home, they're 
they're not anything to me. I'm interested in other things like dinosaurs at seven years old and you know that sort of thing. I love going to the library, picking up books on dinosaurs and reading about the uh, you know the Jurassic era and the Cretaceous period. Uh, I guess it's Jurassic period. I don't know Triassic and all. So like I just loved dinosaurs. I love T. Rexes, Triceratops, and and all that. So uh, at some point down the road, um, I ended up. Uh, just uh, becoming really, really good friends. And I guess I was friends with him for a long time before that with somebody named David. And David was was into baseball and baseball cards. So maybe he's the reason I got into it. I'm not really sure. I'm kind of trying to process this as I'm telling you. Um, but uh, in any event, I know that he uh, he gave uh, or another family friend of his that's older gave him a bunch of cards um, from like 1971 tops and all these other types of cards that were older and I just thought they were the coolest and uh, I remember going over to his house and he just treated him not well at all I'm just thinking dude if these were mine like oh I would treat him so much better but nobody was there to give me those older cards it was just uh, me just kind of living in the shadows of this uh, of this kid David who was getting the cool stuff you know and it's kind of like, oh man, that, that's a bummer. Yeah, I, I really would love these, but ultimately, um, I do remember uh, coming back home after seeing some of these cards, going, "Wait a second, I think I have some baseball cards." And so I go through this drawer that I might not have looked at for a year or two. I don't know. Like I just can't remember. This is over thirty years ago now. So, which man, I feel ancient saying that. Um, and then pulling out the cards and going, oh, yeah, there's that Rookie Cup card, the Jose Canseco. How cool. Because I remember David was talking about Jose Canseco. And he was like, he was the the biggest thing ever in baseball at that point. He was the best player on the planet. Oh, and I have one. How neat. And so, ultimately, uh, I remember going to a baseball card shop. And I think my family, if I remember correctly, was uh, just closed in on a house like we only owned as a family a house one time and we we're only there for about three years and uh you know it was it was it was a neat time but i remember saturday morning going to a baseball card shop i don't even really remember the shop itself at that point i just remember getting a box of 1989 tops and several packs of eight men out so there's a there's a movie called eight men out about Shirley joe jackson and yeah, they had like maroon borders. I didn't really care too much about them uh, after I opened them up because I was like, well, I've never heard of these guys like Chick Gandel, uh, uh, Swede Reisberg, uh, Charles Comiskey, um, Jules Show Jackson, of course, Ed Walsh. I'm trying to think of who else was on that uh, Black Sox team, Ed Sacati. So, like, all these guys, I never really, I, I didn't know them, and, and they weren't even pictures of them, they were pictures of actors. <laughs> of them there so I didn't care about those but the 89 tops box was hot I remember having that box on my lap and as we're driving um, to our new house I think or seeing it before we actually moved into it I don't know I just remember it was like one of the happiest times of my childhood because I Tanner had 36 unopened wax packs inside of a box that has Jose Canseco on the front of it and they were all for me to be able to open. And, you know, 15 cards each, a stick of gum in each, which I don't even remember, guys. Like, y'all, I don't remember if it was, like, nasty gum uh, back then, like, you know, the time that they that they came out or if it happened that way over years. I just don't remember. But, man, let me tell you, I was excited. I was in a great mood. 
And I remember opening them up at the kitchen table. Uh, my uncle Jeff, he lived there with us for uh, for a while, and uh, I just remember um, how excited I was, and and so pulling those those packs out and opening them and finding uh, you know Greg Jeffries and Gary Sheffield, and being super excited about the uh, um, the future stars artwork. Like I, I just obviously have a an eye for design that I just really love. Um, love design stuff so that really kind of connected with me was the uh um the way that tops did things in 1989 i just loved it so i'm a much bigger fan by the way of 1989 tops than i am 1988 tops i wasn't really a big fan of the design of 88 tops uh comparatively but um i remember just like putting them in stacks and being so happy and just so overjoyed now there were no chase cards right <laughs> you couldn't get like a serial numbered 1989 tops card you couldn't get a card that would fall one to a box or one to a case they were all printed the same um, there's probably two million of each and every one of them printed out there there was there was nothing super special about a certain card over another now down the road of course we find out that there's a few different errors that are rare and uh, you know even there's a lot of people out there that will also um, uh, pay a premium for the advertisements that would that they'd have like little differences on um, so you know that obviously changed but you know but at that point in 1989 opening up that box realizing that every single card every single one of those 792 cards um, had a very equal chance of being pulled um, I don't remember getting a Kinseiko now, this is interesting also because, like I said, I'm kind of going through this memory uh, as I'm telling it right now. So, um, I do remember down the road um, going to a baseball card shop and saying to my dad, I said, Dad, I really want an 89 Tops Conseco, that, that card on the box. You know, because I guess I didn't. Using context clues, I guess I can say that I didn't get a Conseco in that box. Because I do remember... Um, uh, telling dad, you know, hey, let's go to the baseball card shop. I'd love to be able to buy an A9 Tops Conseco. So we go to the baseball card shop. And uh, I don't know if that means it was a week later, a month later, three months later. I just don't remember. Um, but I do remember being excited, saying like, look, <laughs> I'm here. I've got my dollar, right? <laughs> I'm going to get my 89 Tops Conseco. So I, uh, I go in there and I search and I scour the the case, the display case, and there's no 89 Tops Conseco to be found, you know, which is really funny because like you think of that like, how could somebody not have that card? <laughs> you know, everybody's got an 89 Tops Conseco, you know, especially, uh, you know, back then. Um, but uh, I remember going, well, that's not fair. I've got my money and I've gotten, I've come here. It was like really my first, uh, my, my first exposure to like, you know, feeling like I have everything lined up and, and just doesn't work out, you know? And so I'm like, oh man. So, uh, I tell my dad, I was like, well, I really want the 89 tops. He goes, well, you, they've got an 89 score card. I go, well, but I really want 89 tops. And he kind of snapped at me a little bit and he, he was, he never really snapped at me. He was, uh, you know, just a very, very he was a very sweet man. Like he just wasn't a person that was like a uh, rageful or anything. And, uh, you know, but he, he said, well, look, <laughs> look, kid, you know, he didn't say it that way, but he said, 
Sorry, too bad you don't get an 89 Tops Canseco because it's not here. You get an 89 Score Canseco or nothing. <laughs> I go, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll get an 89 Score Canseco. <laughs> and so uh, I don't even remember when I when I uh, was able to quote unquote land an 89 Tops Canseco, but I just remember guys like, ah, so happy, so happy to be able to get one eventually. And uh, you know, I really wish that I do remember that I, that I do remember all the um, that I did remember all the uh, circumstances behind getting getting it for the first time. I do remember that a few times, like with other cards, like the A9 Tops trade Ricky Henderson when he was back on the A's and all that. But um, not for the A9 Tops Canseco. But anyways, ultimately the A9 Score Canseco was just it's a beautiful card. And, uh, you know, super happy about that. There's also maybe a little bit of foreshadowing because it looked like it was almost uh, some Devil Race colors um, in A9 score. So who would have thunk that 10 years later he would be playing for the Devil Rays, let alone even that there was a Devil Rays that, uh, team that existed. <laughs> but um, anyways, really fun stuff. It was, it was a fun memory. And that was kind of like really the start of this uh, lifelong obsession that I took a um, what a 12, 13 year break off of from, you know, teenage them to, you know, my early adulthood. But, um, anyway, so yeah, think about that. So think about, you know, put away eBay for a while and put away your cards for a while. Um, that are all the newfangled ones with the, you know, shiny refractors and, and the one of ones and all that, and the patches embedded and autographs a time before that there were autographs and patches in the cards and, and chase cards and inserts and all that. Um, you know, think about when you first got started into the hobby. Um, what was exciting to you? What did you love? What did you enjoy? Um, what motivated you to stay into this? And how did that change? Um, so it's fun to think about. Um, and uh, so I guess that's all I have for now. I'll try to keep this under 15 minutes. Um, so thank you all for listening. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of the day.